Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We are reading in the book of Exodus. Now we are ready to read Exodus chapter 12. The previous chapter, Exodus chapter 11, was where God announced the final plague. And this would be the death of all the firstborn of the Egyptians, including in their cattle. So I don't know how much of the livestock, but the way it's mentioned, it makes me think that it would be of all their livestock as well. Then the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh will not listen to you so that my wonders, miracles, may be multiplied in the land of Egypt. Moses and Aaron did all these wonders, miracles before Pharaoh. Yet the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he did not let the Israelites go out of his land. So that is the end of Exodus chapter 11. Now we're ready to read Exodus chapter 12. I am reading in the Amplified Bible. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month shall be the beginning of months to you. It is to be the first month of the year to you. Tell all the congregation of Israel, on the tenth day of this month, you are to take a lamb or young goat for themselves according to the size of the household of which he is the father, a lamb or young goat for each household. Now, if the household is too small for a lamb to be consumed, let him and his next-door neighbor take one according to the number of people in the households. According to what each man can eat, you are to divide the lamb. Your lamb or young goat shall be perfect without blemish or bodily defect. A male, a year old, you may take it from the sheep or from the goats. You shall keep it until the fourteenth day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel is to slaughter it at twilight. Moreover, they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and on the lintel above the door of the houses in which they eat it. They shall eat the meat that same night, roasted in fire, and they shall eat it with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. Do not eat any of it raw or boiled in water, but roasted in fire, both its head and its legs, along with its inner parts. You shall let none of the meat remain until the morning, and anything that remains left over until morning, you shall burn completely in the fire. Now you are to eat it in this manner. Be prepared for a journey with your loins girded, that is, with the outer garment tucked into the band, your sandals on your feet and your staff in your hand. You shall eat it quickly. It is the Lord's Passover. For I, the Lord, will pass through the land of Egypt on this night, and will strike down all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and animal. Against all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgments, exhibiting their worthlessness. I am the Lord. The blood shall be assigned for you on the doorpost of the houses where you live, 
When I see the blood, I shall pass over you, and no affliction shall happen to you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. So here, God is given very clear instructions on how they should do and how they should have this Passover meal, and they should be prepared for the journey. Why? Because they are to be ready to leave. They're going to leave after this night. After this night, you know, God is going to pass through the firstborn in all the Egyptian houses and in their cattle and livestock of the firstborn are going to die. And then they will release the children of Israel. So they need to be ready to go. So they're going to have this meal. It's not going to be a super heavy meal. You notice how he's telling them to make sure that you don't have too much. You don't want to be over-consuming. You don't want to be eating a big bunch so that you can't travel. You've got to be ready to travel. So you've got to have a good meal, a solid meal, a light meal. And you've got to have uh, the ability to move, get going after you have this meal. Be ready to roll. Be ready to leave. So I think that's that's all worth noting and remembering for future references to the Passover and how it is observed. Notice that if your family was not large enough to consume uh, the, the sacrificial animal, then, you know, you should share it with other small families as well so that you don't have a big, you know, don't have a lot of waste. You don't want to waste a lot of your livestock. And if you do have any left over, now at first it says don't have any left over, but if you do, because we're not perfect and we may not eat every scrap, burn it in the fire. Don't leave it, just burn it in the fire. So it's interesting to note how this is talked about and how they are told to be ready, be prepared for a journey with your loins girded. That that means those, you know, we, we always see them wearing these like long robes. Well, it was hard to really run with those long robes flapping around. So what they would do is they would pull it up and tuck it like into their belt so that then their legs were free to move. So they would be ready to move quickly and they would not be hindered or slowed down. It's all things just to note and to think about for future reference. Now this day will be a memorial to you, and you shall keep it as a feast to the Lord. Throughout your generations you are to celebrate it as an ordinance forever. In the celebration of the Passover in future years, seven days you shall eat unleavened bread, but on the first day you shall remove the leaven from your houses because it represents the spread of sin. For whoever eats leavened bread on the first day through the seventh day, that person shall be cut off and excluded from the atonement made for Israel. On the first day of the feast, you shall have a holy and solemn assembly, and on the seventh day, there shall be another holy and solemn assembly. No work of any kind shall be done on these days, except for the preparation of food, which every person must eat. Only that may be done by you. You shall also observe the Feast of Unleavened Bread, because on this very day I brought your hosts, grouped according to tribal armies, out of the land of Egypt. Therefore you shall observe this day throughout your generations as an ordinance 
forever. In the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month at evening, you shall eat unleavened bread and continue until the twenty-first day of the month at evening. Seven days no leaven shall be found in your houses. Whoever eats what is leavened shall be cut off and excluded from the atonement made for the congregation of Israel, whether a stranger or native-born. You shall eat nothing leavened in all your dwellings. You shall eat unleavened bread. Then Moses called for all the elders of Israel and said to them, Go and take a lamb for yourselves according to the size of your families and slaughter the Passover lamb. You shall take a bunch of hyssop, dip it in the blood which is in the basin, and touch some of the blood to the lintel above the doorway and to the two door posts, and none of you shall go outside the door of his house until morning. For the Lord will pass through to strike the Egyptians, and when he sees the blood on the lintel above the entryway and on the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not allow the destroyer to come into your houses to slay you. You shall observe this event concerning Passover as an ordinance for you and for your children forever. When you enter the land which the Lord will give you, as he has promised, you shall keep and observe this service. When your children say to you, What does this service mean to you? You shall say, It is the sacrifice of the Lord's Passover. For he passed over the houses of the Israelites in Egypt when he struck the Egyptians, but spared our houses. And the people bowed their heads low and worshipped God. Then the Israelites went and did as they had been told. Just as the Lord had commanded Moses and Aaron, so they did. Now it happened at midnight that the Lord struck every firstborn in the land of Egypt. From the firstborn of Pharaoh who sat on his throne, to the firstborn of the prisoner who was in the dungeon, and all the firstborn of the cattle. Pharaoh got up in the night, he and his servants and all the Egyptians, and there was a great cry of heartache and sorrow in Egypt, for there was no house where there was not someone dead. Then he called for Moses and Aaron at night and said, Get up, get out from among my people, both you and the Israelites, and go serve the Lord as you said. Take both your flocks and your herds as you have said, and go and ask your God to bless me also. So finally, Pharaoh gives in once this great catastrophe has happened and everyone has had death basically visiting their household. The Egyptians anxiously urged the people to leave, to send them out of the land quickly, for they said, we will all be dead. So the people took their dough before it was leavened their kneading bowls being bound up in their clothes on their shoulders. See here, they had, be, had to be ready to go quickly. They didn't have time for the leaven in the bread and time for that to do its job. So they went without the leaven. They took their dough before it was leavened. 
Now the Israelites had acted in accordance with the word of Moses, and they had asked the Egyptians for articles of silver and articles of gold and clothing. The Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians so that they gave them what they asked. And so they plundered the Egyptians of those things. To me, that's... I know they use the word plunder here, and I know what they mean, that they took great wealth out of the Egyptian nation, but I guess to me, plundering kind of does not involve someone giving you something. It's, and so for me, the word is not quite being used properly, but nonetheless, I do get the idea. This is how they brought wealth out of Egypt. Now the Israelites journeyed from Ramses to Succoth, about 600,000 men on foot, besides the women and the children. A mixed multitude of non-Israelites from foreign nations also went with them, along with both flocks and herds, a very large number of livestock. And they baked unleavened cakes of the dough which they brought from Egypt. It was not leavened, since they were driven quickly from Egypt and could not delay, nor had they prepared any food for themselves. See, they had had that light meal. They were ready to roll. They were ready to take off. And all they had was this unleavened bread. Now, the period of time the children of Israel lived in Egypt was 430 years. At the end of 430 years, to that very day, all the hosts of the Lord gathered into tribal armies left the land of Egypt. It is a night of watching to be observed for the Lord for having brought them out of the land of Egypt. This same night is for the Lord to be observed and celebrated by all Israelites throughout their generations. Notice that they're leaving in the night, in the darkness. They're, they're leaving quickly. They're being ushered and driven out because the firstborn were all struck at midnight. Pharaoh got up in the night and they, there was a great cry and all the Egyptians had seen that their firstborn were dead, and they're ready for these people to go. They're sending them out during the night in the darkness. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, This is the ordinance of the Passover. No foreigner is to eat it, but every man's slave who is bought with money after you have circumcised him, then he may eat it. No stranger, temporary resident or foreigner, or hired servant shall eat it. It is to be eaten inside one house. You shall not take any of the meat outside the house, nor shall you break any of its bones. The entire congregation of Israel shall keep and celebrate it. If a stranger living temporarily among you wishes to celebrate the Passover to the Lord, all his males must be circumcised, and then he may participate and celebrate it like one that is born in the land. But no uncircumcised person may eat it. The same law shall apply to the native-born and to the stranger who lives temporarily among you. Then all the Israelites did so. They did just as the Lord had commanded Moses and Aaron. And on that very same day, the Lord brought the Israelites out of the land of Egypt 
by their hosts, by their tribal armies. They were organized in their exit, is what this is saying. They were organized and they were organized in such a way that they could defend themselves as needed. And, and we're going to see that this kind of thing is going to be, um, well, it's kind of going to be needed, but at the same time, God ends up taking care of everything. But if you, if you know the story, you know what I mean. And, and we're going to get there. But that is the end of Exodus chapter 12. This is the institution of the Passover. Uh, details every time, because, because we don't really follow this. Um, every time I read this, uh, there's always things that catch my attention that I have forgotten. So, but it's, this is a yearly, the Passover is a yearly feast for them. Now, Jesus tied the communion to the Passover. That does not mean, however, he did not say that we had to do it just once a year. He said as often as we do it. So he definitely left it open for us to do it more often. And there's never anything wrong with taking communion because when we take communion, which we would associate with this, just as this was their feast and their thanksgiving for the Passover, for saving them and drawing them out of Egypt. When we do communion, we're thanking the Lord for paying the price for us, for freeing us from sin and from death so that we can live with God in heaven. So the two are always linked and tied together, but we're not held to quite the same strict standards um, we're a little more flexible, and the most important thing for us is that in our hearts and in our minds that we remember the sacrifice that was made for us. We remember that the Lord represents our our Passover, that, that blood on the doorposts. His blood is our seal against God's judgment so that we will be passed over in the day of judgment. And we will not be condemned and we will be able to live with God and to be with the Lord. So that is Exodus chapter 12. I want to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. May the Lord bless you and keep you safe always. And remember, God loves you. <music>